a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we talked to a, a man, a gentleman, who uh, has an income change. He's done, done pretty well uh, setting money aside for retirement. But at some point in time, his wife uh, and he looked at their lives and they're like, uh, let's change careers a little bit. Let's, I'm not enjoying the work I once enjoyed. I want to have a little more work-life balance. Our lives can't all be about money, right? And so he, he's, he's had this thought, he's made some changes, and now we want to see what it looks like financially. He joins me now. Uh, we're going with Harry, right? Is that the fake name today? Harry, are you with me? I'm with you, Pete. What's the origin of Harry? Why did you choose Harry? Well, I thought that if I was going to use a fake name for anonymity's sake, I wanted to also be an honorary ginger like you today. There you go. You know, Prince Prince Harry is the most famous uh, ginger other than Pete the Planner that I'm aware of. Sure. Well, there's that's why we're going with Harry. Could have been Reba McIntyre. Could have been uh, Andy Dalton, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. But see, his eyebrows are bright orange, which is terrifying. Let's get into the show. So you uh, tell us what's going on. Did I did I describe your situation accurately, or did I just make things up? No, that's pretty accurate. My wife and I just decided that we needed a little bit better work-life balance in our lives, and we had been fairly consistent savers over our career. And the last couple of years, we really were focused on trying to max out our retirement savings. Okay. But in taking new lower-paying jobs, seeking that work-life balance, uh, we've had a voluntary downward um, take in our income, which we've had to make some adjustments to what we put away in retirement. Yeah, let's, uh, let's put some numbers to that. So what was your income before your change? Um, our income combined before our change was probably um, about 120000 before taxes. Okay, and now where are you? At about 85000 Okay, so I mean, we're talking forty grand, right? Right. Um, interesting. So let's let's let's, hit, let's do the numbers section here. You've got over a half million dollars set aside for retirement. You're a younger guy. How old are you? Forty-three. So you're young. Forty-three. Five hundred twenty-six thousand. By the way, isn't it funny? Twenty years ago, I you know I'm twenty-nine years or nineteen years old, and I meet someone who's forty-three, and I'm like, oh my god, they're almost dead. But now I'm I'm almost forty, and I'm like, oh, this guy, he's a spring chicken. Uh, Five hundred twenty-six thousand dollars. You're still putting away right now thirteen hundred dollars a month. Is that right? Yes. Is there a retirement goal in terms of an age that we need to be concerned with? Well, we both work um, for the government, and we're in the state pension system, oh. and we can we can retire with our pensions as early as fifty-seven without any type of age penalty. Okay. Uh, so that's really what our goal would be. But, of course, we'd have to look at financing health insurance before we get Medicare age and things like that. So you work for state government. Where, where you live in uh, Wisconsin, is that right? You, you, you see? That's right. Mm-hmm. I know I was in Baraboo, 
last week. You know what the you know what the Baraboo and uh, Wisconsin Dells? Absolutely, they're famous for uh, the Ringling Brothers Circus. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to a burger joint and got some cheese curds, and then the actress Tara Reid was going to do a uh, an appearance at the Ho Chunk Casino the day after I was there. So it's a pretty happening place, to say the least. Well, and you can never turn down Wisconsin cheese curds. Oh my gosh, so good! And like, they why are they so good? I they're delicious. The only thing that makes them better is when you deep fry them. Well, that's what I'm. Yeah, we're right. I mean, that's that's the assumption. I that's how I had them. I had uh, deep fried cheese curds at the Baraboo Burger Company on Main Street. Boy, I don't know. This has just gotten weird. All right, so how? What has changed? Uh, you're, you're net out four thousand or gross four thousand dollar a month difference in income. What has gone away? Like what? What is not happening now that that money is gone? Well, last year we basically had maxed out our deferred compensation programs. Okay. So we each were putting about eighteen thousand a year into that, and we had about a. $33,000 swing in the past year with my job change. And really, the deferred comp was the easiest place to make that adjustment. In. There's another factor here that I just saw. Um, you had a, a McMansion and uh, you sold it and bought a smaller condo and now you have no mortgage. H how much did the home decision uh, play into this uh, income change? Like, where was the factor there? It was definitely forefront in our thoughts because we were paying, um, with taxes and mortgage, we were probably paying about 1300 plus a month. And now we're just looking at property taxes and small condo fees. And we did that in large part because we were anticipating making a change. And we didn't want to pay a huge mortgage for the rest of our working lives just to... Um, retire and probably sell that house and move south and you got no kids he's got some cats right yes so how happy are you right now like let's let's step away from the things that we can measure let's go a little more subjective here what's the happiness uh, level these days um it's definitely increased just having lower stress jobs having more time uh, for each other and to um, just really be able to spend and invest time the way we want instead of having to always focus on work. Yeah. So that work-life balance has definitely gotten a lot better. Do you think your health has improved because of it? Because I think sometimes, you know, stress can mess up your health. Any chance that that has occurred for you? Yes, we both had noticed some, I, I guess, health issues that I think were certainly attributable to stress and hours and worry and anxiety and just the pressures of running the rat race. And we just really wanted to try to slow that race down a little bit and enjoy it. Yeah, based on the numbers you sent me, and let's go through some of the bigger numbers here that we have so our audience can see them as well. Um, right now, you have $4,100 a month in take-home pay. Uh, and then that seems like it's probably down from, what, $8,000, $7,500 a month? Yeah, probably around seventy-five hundred. Uh, you've got no debt whatsoever, none. Uh, your million-dollar day, which I think is fascinating. I, I think this might be a little sooner than you think. 
it's January 28th of 2024. Uh, you and your wife will will be millionaires um, from an investable long-term asset perspective. At age 67, if you don't start drawing on your assets before then, you'd have $4.74 million, a net monthly income of $11,000 a month. And after inflation, that would feel like $6,100 a month. Here's what I can tell you, Harry. Um, I think your career change does not affect you whatsoever. And part of me thinks it's because in the last few years you hammered away at your retirement contributions. I don't think there's a negative financial impact whatsoever to your life. That sounds great. I mean, does that, did I make any of these numbers up? Or did all the numbers I just gave you make sense, right? You print 1300 a month away, um, nine, 16 a month, uh, going to the Roth IRAs, $433 a month going to the 457Bs. Uh, so that's thirteen forty nine a month. And you've got $500,000 already saved in retirement. And, and so that equals those million dollar numbers we just talked about. Those are right. Correct. Absolutely. And it's just that for the longest time we've been focused on needing to save for retirement needing to always increase that amount. And then once we feel like we've hit that pinnacle of really putting money away, we may choose to make this change, and now we're putting less in. So that's really where some of that anxiety comes from. Is, yeah. Uh, you know, always being told to put more away, and when is enough? I, I love when your are, situation. When are we safe? Yeah, I, I think more people should do it like you did it. You get sort of in the middle of your career and you're like, why do we, we are, we are strapped to this home. You needed those stressful jobs to pay for the home that maybe you didn't even care that much about. Now you're in your condo, you're happy, you're making less, and you're still going to be a multimillionaire when you retire with two pensions. Like this is, unless I can find a flaw in the next several minutes, this is a 10 out of 10. Like you're doing it exactly how everyone should do it. I love this. What do you do before you switch careers? What were you doing? I was in law enforcement. I was uh, part of command staff for a local law enforcement agent. Do you have a mustache? No. Oh, well that doesn't, that's probably why you left the force, right? I'm about as baby faced as you can get. Oh, really? So you had to, like, you had to, like, swole your shoulders up for people to, like, you know, not think a teenager was yelling at them, right? Exactly. Hey, I, did I ever tell a story on the show that I, uh, Nicole, stop me if I have, or, or, or maybe, Harry, you've heard the story. I, like, I was down to, like, the financial world or me being a cop. Have I ever told this on the show? What? Yes. I wanted to be a <gasps> cop so bad. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, I did, I, like, Part of it, A, I wanted to wear chaps. Like, I think that was an important thing to disclose. Number two, I just have always been fascinated with law enforcement. So, uh, I don't know. But I guess now that you're out of it, right, Harry, it's like uh, the rearview mirror. You're sort of seeing what your life was then, and it seems a lot less stressful now. Absolutely. And, you know, I have the opportunity to work with a lot of great people, and there's so many good people and the career I'm in now as well. Um, but really, for us, it's been a way to still be community-minded, invested in the public good, but just in a way that we can take care of ourselves a little bit as well. So um, 
I'm curious, the state pensions through Wisconsin, I, I don't know much about the Wisconsin state retirement system. Is it, is it healthy in comparison to other states? I guess I could sort of Google that right now. Uh, how is it? it? It really should have its own episode on your show. It's <laughs> truly one of the things Wisconsin should be exporting. Oh. Uh, the Wisconsin retirement system is one of uh, the top five uh, pension funds, I think, in the world. Oh, yeah, here and we go. It's, it's got a really unique shared risk-reward um, style to it in that uh, a retiree's benefits can fluctuate based on market conditions after they retire. Hmm. And there's a few... There's a few safety nets in there um, for the retirees, depending on what type of fund you invest in, fixed or variable. But it's it's 99% fully funded. Do you think um, what's what's the healthcare situation would do for retirees in Wisconsin? Um, well, we've got great health services, but I think like everyone you're pretty much on your own for your retirement expenses as a retiree. Okay. By the way, I'm looking, you, you are near Lake Winnebago. Uh, is that correct? Yes. Uh, the town that you're in. And uh, just so everyone should know, the Ho-Chunk tribe, I, I believe, was part of the Winnebago Native American tribe. Now I'm just making things up. But Nicole, didn't we learn that last week on the show? We did. We Googled it and we did it on air. What kind of fish do you got there in Lake Winnebago, uh, Harry? Well, sturgeon are, are the popular thing to spear in Lake Winnebago. Okay. You ever speared a sturgeon? No, but uh, it's quite the winter activity. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, I got to say, your situation, like, you got no kids, which financially, good call. Uh, you, <laughs> you made that job change, which de-stressed you. You can focus maybe just on... on your life you don't have to worry about money so much i would go as far as to say as you get pay increases over the next 15 or 20 years i don't even think you have to save the raise as i like to say i i think you can um in, enjoy your lifestyle because at retirement you're gonna have six thousand dollars a month in today's dollars post-tax available just from your investments not to mention your two pensions not to mention social security like, dude, you're gonna have like, I mean, twelve, fourteen thousand dollars a month in today's dollars in retirement, if uh, if my math works. Well, and then hopefully with a lifestyle change, and uh, we can we can focus on longevity and good health and the opportunity to enjoy that retirement. Then. Yeah, I mean, is your wife happier too? Yes. Well, and she's definitely happier not only with her career change, but with mine as well. Less stress for her, less worry. You know, you and I are both gingers today. Uh, your wife, it turns out, I'm reading here, was a high school English teacher, still is a high school, high school English teacher, right? Um, she stopped teaching. That was part of her focus on less stress. So my, Mrs. Planner, my wife, is uh, was a high school English teacher for over a decade. The number of papers she had to grade were ridiculous it's got to be the highest stress job i've ever seen well and every time we'd go on a trip my wife would always take papers and, and homework with her and it was just something that was always there i don't think people appreciate the amount of work 
that goes into being a teacher, especially when you're focused on being the best teacher you can be. So here, here's what I'm curious, because there's people listening right now that, th- that think, okay, this guy changes work-life balance. He just took $40,000 less a year as household income. What conversation began this idea, and what conversation solidified that you were going to do this? So help us understand that, that process. Well, I, I think the conversation that really initiated it was when we first got married, we were both working different shifts. And my wife likes to say that the first few years of our marriage were, it was like having a polite roommate that you would occasionally see. <laughs> and, and we went through that stage where we really focused on careers. Um, and then the discussion of children came along and we had, she had some significant health issues um, that we had to fight through. Sure. And she did okay with that. Um, but then really that experience along with just a general uh, sense of, you know, what, what have we done in our lives? What are we doing? Where do we want to go? Just some of that personal reflection. Yeah. And as we looked at some things and looked at the McMansion and, and looked at, you know, what we were investing our time in, um, we just asked ourselves if that's really what we wanted to do for the last half of our working career. Sure. And, and just really decided we wanted to, to change something when an opportunity came up, and her opportunity came before mine. And then, uh, you know, my opportunity kind of fell out of the sky, and we had been talking about it for a while, tried to put ourselves in a position financially where if an opportunity came up, we could seize it. And we really just wanted to seize the day. Yeah, I love it because it's a really, it's a super level-headed. Um, and I, I think sometimes when people talk in generalities about the regions of our country, country and the regionality uh, of personality and how driven people are, uh, I think it can be insulting. However, I will say this, your decision is a very, and this is not a pejorative, it's a very Midwest decision. It's a very calm, collected, grounded decision. And why are we killing ourselves for this? We can live a great life and not just chase 40,000 extra dollars that, that's really hampering our marriage, our life. And so, uh, frankly, I, I hope that this episode of the show spurs more people doing that because I, I'm all for it. And I'll be honest, when I hit my 50s, I'll be doing the same thing. Like, I'm out. Like, I'm... 52, 53, peace. Uh, I'll help mm-hmm. people, but it's it's so good to not need money, right? You've put yourself in a position where you didn't need that additional 40 grand a year. That takes a lot of guts, so I love it. Well, it, it's, it can be fearful making a change like that, and I've seen others make those changes, and I've seen, perhaps more importantly, those who have chosen not to make the change, and when I looked at the people that I've been in contact with, very few people ever regretted making a change like this. Yeah. But you can see the unhappy people that go to work every day and see work as a four-letter name versus something they can be passionate about and really enjoy and and have it be a part of their life instead of their life. And that's really what we wanted to do. Well, I think even better, now you've got some free time on your hands because you're not working so much. Maybe you can work on that mustache a little bit. <laughs> well, it's taken 43 years, and I don't know that the next 43 are going to help any. 
don't give up, Harry. I mean, if you're going to pick a fake name like Harry, you know, there's some <laughs> little coincidence there. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe now being a ginger will help, help it, spur that growth. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing. We all know must, mustaches are unsightly. They look like lip caterpillars. And when you're a ginger, and even if honorary ginger for the day, you're constantly uh, uh, visually scrutinized by what you look like. And so I think it all fits. Perfect. Anything else I can help you with before we go on our merry way? Our hairy no, way? I just really <laughs> I just want to thank thank you and, and Nicole for for uh, your time today. And yeah. I'm a big fan of the podcast and my wife always reads you uh, in the newspaper and, and I follow you online and Nice. What uh, paper are you read us in up there? I'm just curious. I never know what people USA Today or what? What are we reading? Yes, she sees you in USA Today. Because they, they I, no one cares about this, but they put me in all sorts of papers. I'm not complaining. I just never know. And then, but they're names of papers I've never heard of. They're like I read you in the Sentinel today. I don't know what the Sentinel is. <sighs> well, we get everything online these ah. days, so she's reading you in, you know, the mainstream USA Today. Ah, well, that's good. Uh, well, hey, Harry, congrats. Ten out of ten. You get ten out of ten, Peters. Now that's a party. Uh, Tell your wife good job too, and enjoy enjoy your life, man. You uh, you've earned it. Thank you, and thank you again for your time. All right, that's it for this week's uh, million dollar plan. Here's what you need to do. You need to do what Harry did. I got a good friend who's in the process of it. We're same age. He's just like, what are we doing to her? We we have this big house. It is killing us financially. Made a big move to a condo. Quality of life went through the roof, and that's a good thing. Uh, consider it. If you're listening to this show, you know, I was having a conversation this morning uh, with a friend in the media, uh, and she was saying, you know, I need to make more money. I need to make more money. I'm working two jobs. How do I make more money? I don't know if that's the solution. I don't know if making more money is the solution. We have consultants all the time that help us with our company and our brand. And, you know, from time to time, they say things like, you need to show people how to get more money. And I'm like, "Ah, you know what? It's not what I do. You know, like, I don't want to dangle a carrot of, I'm going to show you how to make money tens of thousands of dollars more a year. You know, there's plenty of people that do that. Whether it works or not, I don't know. I'm not into the overpromise game, but I can tell you this, whatever money you do make, I can make it work for you. And better yet, in situations like Harry, if you do what he did, he can make even less work for you and still end up a millionaire. So there's me and my soapbox. If you're watching on PeteThePlanner.tv, you see my new jacket. I'm pretty excited about it. No one cares. All right, that's it for this week's show. I'm going to sit here in my jacket and think about Reba McIntyre, the other famous ginger. Peace. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. This is not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult Avancial Divisor. Release from Everest, the freshest fresh, and you can call me ET or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, Tron Regis. It's from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?
the tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little little star I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world out of this world spaceship on my arm took me home filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the skynet and the terminator i push faders into warp speed glide with ease creating a breeze they call a black hole event horizon no rear view concerns this i adjourn and beats i burn this I adjourn, and beats I burn, 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 I